Alright, welcome to another episode of Hoopers and Shooters. It's us, your man, them, the guys, the ones that. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. I'm trying to cut. Yeah, hey, 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 my hand was on that button. Man, this finger on the, hey, listen. Bro, man, forget the intro. Yeah, it's even the shooters, bro. Man, them. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. It's your boy, SGD, S Grandizzy, Sunny Grandazer. You already know, man. Oopers after oop, shooters after shoot. You know the thing. JT, aka Mr. Fimble. Fimble. AKA Mr. Beanzo. If Beanzo. you know, you know. Beanzo. Yeah, man, let's talk bull, man. Let's go. Stanched it. What are you telling me? JSLNK, six foot three, tall, dark. And if you want to get to know me, the beautiful game is gone and I'm here to bring it back. Oopers and shooters to the world. And it is me, your host, Reese, the vigilante, voice of reason, top shooter, certified hooper, normal stuff. I in this episode here. This is where it gets kind of political. Because basically, the question I want to ask you, man, is should Arsenal be winning the league this yes, season? Yes, 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 yes. Why, if they should? Why not, if you don't believe so? Anyone can start. All uh, right, look. So, for me, yeah, we dominated the league for 80% of last season. We told off... Um, towards the end of last season due to injuries in regards to lack of depth and I would say lack of experience if, if I'm being real it's like lack of know-how lack of knowing how to handle them big pressure moments but they always say that um going through something is the best teacher do you get what I mean so I think the players learn something from that and I definitely hope the manager learned something from that we then went out signed one of the best number sixes slash number eights in Europe Signed one of the most promising centre backs in Europe. Obviously, he got injured, and then we also bought a six foot four run data. You understand? So that allows us to play in different ways. Bearing in mind the transfer window isn't even closed yet. I look over at our biggest competition. They're losing players, whether it's via injury or via transfers. Gundogan, who was so influential in them catching, like if if you watched the running. Look at how influential Gundogan was in that Man City team in the running. Without him, I think we're sitting here Premier League champions. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and not to say that they can't also go out and strengthen, but I just think that the chokehold that they had on, on the league is loosening a little bit. I've seen them a couple of times this season, and yes, they start season slowly, but I don't know. Something feels different. Like, to me, this is our time. You've got to strike while the iron's hot. You said hope when you spoke about the manager. You said one of the best. Well, didn't our rival sign one of the best also? Havertz say it seems like no one gives it, no one rates that you at all. And then you rated a defender that we've been told is injured for the rest of the season. You not might believe he's injured for the rest of the season. I think he's, he'll be back by like March, April. But don't you think there's a lot of holes in your argument? I mean, this is football, isn't it? At the end of the day, I, I'm 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 a blind football fan. I'm gonna support. Um, not literally, by the way. But I'm oh, so, oh, so you think Arsenal are gonna win the league because of hope? No, not because of hope, because of our footballing ability, because of blind loyalty, not blind loyalty, because of 
what the history suggests. Yeah, but our team's the same. History suggests that no team's won the Premier League four times in a row and that's not happening again. History season. suggests that Arsenal are the only team that keep bottling it from a, a, a good advantage <laughs> position. History doesn't actually suggest that if you actually go and do your research. Oh, so the history so the history is kind of skewed recently because Arsenal haven't won it for like two decades. Well, yeah, well, well, fuck that. It's time to break that two-decade curse. It's simple. It's our time. All right, let's see if someone else has got a better argument. JT, <laughs> do you think we're going to win this league? Yes, I think we'll win this league um, because you see last season, what I saw from the boys, I did like. Yes, towards the end, they tailed off, but sometimes experience is the best teacher. You've got to use those moments to fuel yourself to be better next time. So I think the next time they're in that position, they're going to look at each other and be like, we're not folding like last year. We're not doing this. And I think one thing of Arteta that I've noticed anyways, he hates losing. He doesn't like it. He actually, like, I think in public, he he might not, I don't think he shamed the players, but privately he probably told them, man, them, we did not pattern. Like, it was not good enough. Obviously, Timber going down injured, isn't it's not ideal let's be honest it's not ideal but i think with rice that's that gives us a few options do you know what i mean um for me i'll say the one thing for us i want to see him develop especially in games when we're playing him tp5 and odegaard is pass breaking lines because the first person they're going to look to to, to block off is O, and then when they block O. We know TP5 can play. You know that chipped through, like that chip ball that goes over the defence. Then they're going to sit on him. Then the ball's going to go to Rice. But if he can do it as well, I'm not saying he needs to do it 10 times out of 10, but if he can develop that, now they're looking, okay, so who do we get? Because they can all do it. So I think it's about what can he add when it gets to the crunch time so it's, so when we're less predictable. Do you know what it is, JT? I know your game. You were trying to speak long enough for me to forget your nonsense points. <laughs> so let's go back to this, yeah? <laughs> let's, let's go back to this. You said, oh, so they've gone through it so they won't do it again because they're going to learn from it. Well, they've bottled what they were going for two seasons in a row. They went for top four, they bottled it. The same gentlemen, young youth players that you're talking about, bottled the next thing the following season. Then you spoke about the manager, something about, oh, oh you know, the manager, he hates to lose and he hates... Well, towards the end of the season, the crunch time, it looked like losing was his favourite thing. And then, what was the last... <laughs> what was the last thing you said? Um, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, do you know what? Your job happened. Your job, you don't what you done done well because you made me forgot this one. Is of the, this is the thing. He's so focused. Oh yeah, on no, 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 no. Devil's wait, advocate wait, wait. and trying to catch people like yeah, yeah. That's you want to do. There's got to be a devil's Listen, advocate. No, no, first, but what oh I'm yeah, saying, no, that's my last one. Then you went, oh, uh, Rice, he can offer us new things and new. But you lot said we lost the title for when Saliba came down, and not once you mentioned this uh, defender. So what is another midfielder got to Did do with any of this? finish speak on oh, oh what you're going to mention oh, the defender okay. that got injured for the rest of no, the season no I was going to okay. mention the defence in general okay like, what's happened and also another thing this Rob is, Holden got hold more on, training sessions hold on. Okay, one thing on. that's not ideal as well is obviously the injuries I would like to hope that you know towards the back end of the season Jesus as well because he, I think Jesus being injured and coming back I think he was rushed back and that's not ideal for a running where he's not fully fit because we all recognise that we play differently when Jesus is there as opposed to when Eddie's there. Because Eddie can score a few goals. He'll score maybe three times in a row. Three, but then, when he's not scoring, what else is he doing? 
And it's not a coincidence that when Jesus was in the team, Martinelli had his best season for Arsenal. Saka had his best season for Arsenal. Right. So he's someone that makes other people around him better. And I think Saliba's similar as in, there's more confidence around the whole defence when he's there. So I would love for our injuries to not be so prevalent towards the end of the season. But what well. if Saliba gets injured again? Hey, we have to hope whoever, like, see, here we are. He, we, we have to hope that he can step up and play his role and play his part. First, 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 first. Holes again. Um, Jay? Um, I believe Arsenal are going to win the league. <clears throat> I think the only person that can stop us from winning the league is the manager. Um, I think going from the back forward, I think we've got two top quality goalkeepers um, in, in Raya, who's already there, Ramsdale, who is there sometimes, yeah, not a lot of the time, but I think in getting a keeper that is statistically better than Ramsdale is either going to push him to get to that level, um, or if not, Raya is ready to step up to the to the mantle. I think we've got um, the best centre-back pairing in the league. I think if one goes down, yeah, we've lost Timber, but I'm confident that... Um, Kiwio can deputise for a few games. If it comes anything longer than a few games, then we start definitely need to start looking at our options. But I do think we've got a centre-back pool that if we have to start looking at maybe Ben White playing there, that uh, we're still in a good position. I think full-back-wise, our starting full-backs are adequate enough to help us win the league. Um, I feel like even if uh, Zinchenko goes down, we know he's injury-prone. I think from what we've seen of uh, Tom Yasu um, having to step up at left-back... Um, comfortable there I think Ben White can still do a job at right back um, if he gets hurt then things might look a little bit different however from based on the team that we have and the buzzword I've been using all summer I think I feel like we're tactically fe flexible this year whereby if something really really bad does happen in that team we can revert to that hybrid three at the back that we played against um, Forrest in the first game of the season um, whereby we saw Thomas Partey um, playing right back um, so I think defensively we're in a better place than last year um, and I like to think that we've learned so even if you turn around and be like oh yeah we've got the same players guess what I think when we saw Kibio coming to the team over Rapolding we look good um, we've seen this um, hybrid three at the back thing that we can do and uh, no one can tell me otherwise but I've been screaming that we have to look at the academy at full backs um, as well if the situation arises whereby we're really, really desperate and need to get a fullback in to, to come in. Um, looking at the sixes, I think we are fantastically um, placed in terms of sick um, starting sixes and backup sixes, whether that's Thomas Party, whether it's Declan Rice, whether it's, God forbid, Jorginho. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're in a good in a good place in, six, in terms of sixes. Uh, right eight, um, Captain Odegaard. One thing about Odegaard that we don't see a lot is that the guy doesn't get injured. Um, so I'm, I think we're in a very, very good place when it comes to Odegaard. Um, I'd only, I'd only be worried if Vieira has to come in and start a period of games. But I'm more than happy if like the likes of ESR coming in. Left eight, you guys already know I'm not best convinced by um, Havertz, but I still feel like even if it's not Havertz, then Trossard can come in, who we know has been fantastic. Declan Rice can do a, a shift there if, if, if need be. Um, on the wings, so left wing, I'm happy about. Martinelli, a lot of people style boy, steps up in big games. Again, Trossard can can back him up there. On the right, um, we've got Saka. My player that I like, Reese Nelson, I think we're, we're, we're good. Um, however, I know a lot of people do feel like Reese Nelson might be, not be the best cover, but 
again, that's why we've openly been looking um, for wingers that can play on the right. And you know, um, it was reported that in July we were speaking to Kudos. Um, and up front, yeah, Jesus is injured, um, but we've got impact starter um, Eddie Anketia, um that can play a good forty-five for us. And if he has to come off at forty-five minutes, then we've got options off the bench. So I think player-wise, we're in a good position. And that's why I started by saying that the only person that's going to stop us from winning the league is uh, Mikel Arteta um, and his stubbornness. If Mikel Arteta is stubborn again, then I say goodbye to the league now. But if he puts his pride and his stubbornness to one side, then I think he'll be in the best position to, to win the league. So we've got another hope dealer, someone that doesn't even have faith in the manager, but thinks we're going I know, to I never win said the I don't league. Have hope. Um, and then had four, five players that he said, "Oh, I don't know if this guy plays." And so you have doubt with four, five of the depth players, but you had a thing. And then Arsenal seems to be the only fan base that the defense got better, but he mentioned the same players as know, last season. So what if Saliba? So what if Saliba and Tomiyasu both went down again? What's your prediction, sir? Because you're doing a no, said, lot of talking right, right. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, cool. So so last episode, <clears throat> you said Man City are finishing first. Yeah. So can you clarify your stance on that, please, sir? <laughs> so yeah, my stance, my stance with it is, I just think Man City are too comfortable, and what I mean by that is, um, the front three of Grealish. Haaland, Bernardo is still there. Bernardo signed a new contract. But injured Bernardo, that one. Yeah, yeah, Bernardo. And even if he's injured, Foden can play there. Foden, do you remember that guy? He played a lot of games last season as well. He didn't play a lot of games last season. Go on. Played enough games oh, last okay. season for them to win the title. Um, they've what, got about, what about midfield? In midfield, they've got the likes of a Kovacic that I actually do personally like. Another hospital <laughs> patient. Um... <laughs> Uh, Kovacic I don't know if you know a gentleman by the name of Rodri yep Um, and even when KDB is gone they play in a so-called system that I've been trying to educate Arsenal fans and what Havertz is going to do that they've got this young bad man by the name of Alvarez that's already won a World Cup Mm -hmm. that slots into there to make the little 4-4-2 thing so Mm. some people actually think start games for them though no no he will now KDB's injured he, he People find out. He didn't start against Sevilla. Oh, because he was waiting for the Premier League. You know they've got Newcastle this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, oh, sorry, guys. By the way, this podcast was full when the Newcastle game has <laughs> happened. I'm sure by the time you lot listen to this podcast, he would have scored like what, a hat-trick what, what against Newcastle. And what people are going to be like, I'm injured? right. Huh? What happens if Rodri gets injured? Well, they're going to play Calvin Phillips. Huh? Calvin Phillips, who yeah. played like two hours of Premier League football last year. The Calvin Phillips, that was... When he left Leeds and Leeds relegated, yeah, that that guy. Why are you telling me about Leeds? No, <laughs> because they, they literally were a relegation team, but when he was in the midfield, they didn't look like it at all. And then when he left, they got relegated. What happens if Jack Grealish gets injured? Huh? Okay, cool, cool, What happens cool. if Jack Grealish gets cool. injured? Huh? And we Grealish. signed the Declan Jack Rice Grealish. that nearly got West Ham relegated whilst he was there. But Jack, anyway, sorry, what were you Jack, saying? Jack Grealish. If Jack, Jack Grealish gets injured. No, wait, hold on. This guy's a fraud. Let me tell you a fraud. What, what did you just that? say? <laughs> This what kind of fraud. You just, said Declan Rice almost got yeah. West Ham relegated. Why is he no, he there? didn't. Listen, yeah. Declan Rice is one of the main reasons why they didn't get relegated. Okay, Don't do that. Yeah. All I know is he was in the team when they were doing relegation battle, but Leeds weren't doing relegation battle when my man was in the team. But sorry, carry they on. They were doing relegation battles in the team. I, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah go on. What did you say? Jack Grealish. What happens when he goes down? Uh, Foden. But he just told me Foden's playing on the right. 
Yeah, because Bernardo's injured. When Bernardo yeah, comes so back, Foden can <laughs> no, go no, there so as well. I'm asking you. Foden's on the right, Bernardo's injured. What happens when... Oh, so you're basically like, asking if Bernard, if, if Grealish and Bernardo were injured at the same time. This is very likely because they both get injured a lot. No, it's, but is that what you're yeah, asking? I'm trying I'm to get, asking, yeah, I'm trying to seek yeah, for clarification. Asking, yeah, okay, cool. Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but... Um, <laughs> hey... I don't know if you've noticed, but City are actually no, no, no. City are <laughs> City are actually in the market for a winger. They've okay. been linked. They've been linked to the likes of Jeremy Doku's mm-hmm. of this world. They've been linked to the likes of Elise's of this world. But obviously, mm-hmm. we found out Elise's staying. Yep. So they are going to bring in another winger, and not only just another winger, another central midfielder. Okay, cool. So yeah, if they that's documented. If, if, they, if they don't sign a winger and central, they will though. No, so I'm asking you, when they don't, because they're not going to get both, when they don't sign a winger and central midfielder, are they still going to be first? They will. You're you're not listening to me. Pep knows what he needs to win a title. This is not no amateur games (laughs) where Cronkies have told us, do you know what, let's wait till January. City don't do them things, bro. No, you're right. They're going to buy two players. And and the defence that was already defencing. How many goals did they concede in total? Like 38 or something? Yeah. They've gone and added the crafty hell, yeah, to that defense that was already defensing, yeah. I personally. Christ, bro, clear your throat, bro. Trust me. What is, trust me. What is going on? <laughs> so I just think, I just think, do you know what it is? Because City are so fake, we've been looking for any little gap to say, oh, oh, they're going to flop here. I just still feel like City might do with City. However, I do get you lots, all trolling aside, I do, lot get, I do get you lots optimism. For Arsenal this season, bro. But Reese, quick question. But I just, do you know what is Jay? I just need Arsenal to show (laughs) me they can go again. I'm showing you. If they show me they can go again this season, I might be more like you, man. Next season, but one off season is not going to. But you believe that City were going to win a Champions League last season, though? And they won it. Yeah, but they didn't hadn't done it before. Oh yeah, because that. No, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, no, no, wait, wait. Oh, oh, he thinks he's got me. Oh, 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 he does said it. What, what did I just say? If Arsenal show me that they're challenging for the league weren't just a one-off, mm-hmm. and uh, bro, they could go close again this season. I'll be like, okay, you're here to stay. Uh, Man City made a final, semis, semis, final, and then it, that's yeah, when I was one, like, one final, final. okay, cool. But you, you get what I'm saying? They kept pushing it. So I was like, yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I can see it's coming. Do you know what I'm saying? How are they going to deal with, you see... Sonny, yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Point, More questions. A good point, yeah. Gundogan. And Gundogan, we know when it gets to the last 10 games, he's Undertaker. He wakes up, prime WrestleMania mode, he's there. How are they going to deal with him not being there? That's a question I want to ask you for City. They're going to deal with it. How? By dealing with it. How? By dealing Give me with points. It. By dealing with point it. Point evidence explanation. Uh, do, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is, JT? Yeah? The issue sometimes Arsenal fans have when it comes to football, is you lot think other teams are as naive as us. City know how to win games. You're not. You're still not understanding. And you're what I'm still trying not to say answering to. my question. City know how to win games. So I'll give you an example. Yeah, KDB, Mister Assist Connoisseur, blah blah blah, doing what he's doing. Explain to me how Alvarez can come into his position, maybe not do the things uh, KDB's renowned for. But the system all still operates. Is so that what, sustainable over a thirty-eight game season? What the Alvarez thing? Yeah, mm. yeah. No, I don't, I don't, think, I don't the, think the manager is. don't believe it's sustainable because he don't play Alvarez every game. Because KDB was fit. Okay, so you're saying now that KDB is not fit, he's going to play Alvarez every game. He's going to play Alvarez every game, and he's going to bring in a midfielder of that ilk. 
like okay, a okay. Paqueta that um no he's not bringing in Paqueta that guy no 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 over Paqueta ilk okay. that's what I'm saying yeah that can offer something in other games but I feel like he will he will feel comfortable playing there, Paqueta there's, there's a hole in your games. story Go there's on. a hole because you're you're going based off what you think will happen not what's actually happened so let me mm. tell you what's actually happened yeah, when on. KDB got injured he brought on Kovacic Alvarez didn't touch pitch until much later in the game. KDB what, what, got what game injured. Are you talking about? The first game of the season against Burnley. KDB got Alvarez, injured Alvarez first started, half. Alvarez started that game. Alvarez started. Yeah. Bro, oh. what's, what's, what's going on? Okay. Hey, you don't get better fighters. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, ah. Still didn't answer my question, but. Mm. Bro, do you know what is JT, yeah? So wait, Alvarez started doing the KDB B-roll no, whilst KDB was on the yeah, pitch. KDB was on the pitch. That's a different hole in your story. So fair, fair enough. The, the, the first hole was incorrect, but we're, but we're back. But Alvarez well, and KDB started at the same time. Yeah. So what I'm basically trying to say to Sonny, <laughs> thank you, Jay. Oh yeah, because when KDB came off, Alvarez went left wing. So that's an even bigger hole in your story. So what, what I'm trying about? to say to you, Sonny, is yeah, go on. Alvarez is going to start games. He's even forcing him into the team left wing. So now KDB is not in the team. Yeah. He will play there. I'm showing you. He's going to play there, okay. and then they're going to get a winger. And what I'm trying to explain to the charlatan that is JT is City know how to win games. I don't need to do this Arsenal thing that we do to break down things into increments because City know how to win games. The show, they're proving it. With different players, different formation, different setups, they know how to win games. Arsenal to win games. They need to prove it to me. Um, and with that, yeah, of the JT education... Um, it wasn't that. It wasn't um, that. Um, well, I'll call that segment um, JT knowing how to win games. Yeah, well, we've um, shown we know how to win games, huh? We've shown we know how to win games. It's just pretty simple. Not enough. We haven't shown we know how to win enough games to win the league. City have shown me they know how to win enough games. Hold on, to now win he's the just league. changed it. He just said they, they know how to win games. Now it's they know how to win enough games. You're just changing. Oh, but it. that's a goal post. But like. JT, do you know what it is? I've never knew I had to explain what one plus one was because I thought we all knew it was two. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm basically trying to say to you is the more games you win, what do you get at the end of it? Second sometimes. Uh, Arts Liverpool. <laughs> the most points you get. Oh yeah, there you go. You see, you what see? do you get from it? Knew you was that one. Yeah, that was a good response, though. All right, cool. So this next one, this one's gonna be a bit more fun. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Pick four players from the Emirates era. Yeah, any four players from the Emirates era that you will put into this team now and explain why they're in the team and what you're going to do with the guys that are in the team now. So I want, basically, I want you to act like you're Arteta now. Number first player, yeah? First player. Wait, 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 no, no, wait. I want to mm. I I I set the scene. So you're Arteta now, yeah? You got to manage the squad. Remember, Arteta likes a nice small squad, maybe two players in each position. So if you're going to tell me someone's going to play, I don't know, pick a right winger, you need to explain to me what you're doing with Saka. You can't just tell me he's going to be on the bench because we know that is not realistic, mm -hmm. especially with the wages he's on and everything. So I need you lot to tell me who you're going to take, the four players, and explain how you're going to do it. And, and, and I want to basically I say, I just, is that I team going to clarify, yeah? Are we going 
based on what the players actually showed us at Arsenal during the Emirates era. Or, like, for example, if I pick Diaby, are you going to turn around and say, yeah, what, Diaby was always injured? Uh, you can pick Diaby, but I'm just going to be like, how do you know he's going to play 38 games? Okay, cool, Fez. Right, yeah. go on. So who wants to Bakari, go first? Bakari Sagna is my first option. My first okay, pick. okay. Okay, so what are you going to do with Ben White? Ben White will be my utility man. Okay, so, so Saliba backup. Saliba backup and Bakari Sagna backup. So okay, if okay, people okay. of them get injured, then you can... So what are you going to do with Timber? Timber's currently got an ACL. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with Tomiyasu? Tomiyasu's backup as well. For which side? Left and right. So, okay. and then when Timber comes so back... So you've got four right-backs? I've got... Uh, my starting right back will be Bakari Sagna or Ben White. So depend depending on the game. Yeah. If I know I need a right back that needs to lock down a winger, yeah. then Sagna's playing. Yeah. If I know I'm playing a team where it's gonna be complete and utter total domination, Ben White's gonna play. So those are gonna be my two fluctuating backs. Yeah. If anything happens to um Saliba, then it's gonna be Sanya on the right, Ben White plays centre back. Um so I'm phasing out um Rob Holden from the team. He's already been phased yeah, out. So, by, he by, by sold, cool. so he can get so he can get sold. Um and then Depending on how Timber looks when he comes back, he might potentially have to go out on loan, try and find find his feet again, try and find speed again. Because one thing we know about ACLs is, we're even seeing it right now with Van Dijk, sometimes you come back and then you're worried about running, you're worried about taking hits, you're worried about tackling. So um, we'll see how he looks in pre-season when he comes back, give him some minutes. If he needs to go out on loan, he'll go out on loan. If he comes back sharpish, looking perfect, then we start looking at phasing out um, Tom Yasu out of the team. And what about Tierney? Tierney's potentially going to go. Okay. It, was, it was reported that um, Sevilla is still in for him, so I, I, I don't know what's happening with Tierney. I'll, I'll leave that to Eddie. Okay, yeah. okay so that's your first player. Then, then it's here. Going round or am I doing all four? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll come back. I'll come back. Go on. Personally, I have to bring back this player. Santiago Carzola. Come on. Santiago. It's tough to put him in the team, though. So, so wait, wait, what, what side <laughs> do you play? Tough to put him in the team. No, no, it'd be tough to put him in the team, but for me, you see that left-sided eight, for me... So you just spent 65 hey, million and have yeah, it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Reese, can we not have a thing called a healthy squad and rotation? Quality. Okay, explain it. So so you're, you spent 65 million and have it. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. got Smith Rowe, a young player that doesn't know Fabio how he's getting Vieira. in the team, and Fabio Vieira, mm-hmm. and you're going to also bring Santi Carzola mm-hmm. back. Who's like going? I like this. For, for, for me, like for, this for me you see um, Fabio Vieira, I would be like, let's find a loan for him. Okay, Let so him Fabio gets loaned, yeah. He'll get loaned, and then this Smith is this, this is what I look at, yeah. Okay, you've got Havertz. But the thing is with Havertz, what we've seen as well, uh, at the time of speaking, he's also played up top. So depending on the game, we might okay. play him okay. as a false okay. nine or whatever. So, so he's like if a striker backup as well then? Yeah, exactly. So what's happening with Eddie and Ketia? Eddie, right now, Jesus is injured, right? Yeah. And we don't know how long he's injured for. Okay. Let's just say okay. a okay. few months. So okay. Eddie can be on the bench <laughs> and him and Havertz can rotate. Okay. So then I can bring Santi in over <laughs> okay. on the left. Okay. Him and Odegaard, you see, that's just prime balling. But the problem with, with that midfield is if we're facing a team that's physical, you'd worry about the height. So then that's when you might have to say, okay, this game, is it Odegaard or is it Santi? Who do I want? Who do I want in that game? And for me personally, I would go Santi because anything Odegaard can do, can do it with two feet. And I would always lean to a guy that can use both feet then one because Odegaard is very left-footed, isn't it? So and then, you didn't explain what you do, Smith Rowe? Smith Rowe, he'll be somewhere... Smith Rowe can, for me anyways, he can cover a few positions. He can, can do the left and he can 
obviously do um, the left eight role. I can't trust I'd do that. Trossard, for me, I don't want to see him left eight again. I saw him last season against Brighton when he literally just gave them the ball to score. So I don't want to see that again. And Trossard can also cover. For me, I think you can cover left, right, and false nine. So depending on the situation, that's what we can do with Trossard. Yeah, you got out of that. You got out of that. Yeah, 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 I get it. I like it. And I like Sadi. So cool. So I'm going to make it very clear, yeah. Before I start stating who I'm bringing into the team, I'm telling you from now, a couple man got to go. My number 10, I love you. I'm going to get a nice 45, 50 mil from you, but see you later. Fabio Vieira, you still ain't filling out your shirts. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm going to have to send you back to Portugal. You know what I mean? I'm sure Porto will be happy to have you. It's time to go. Kieran Tierney, I've packed extra Tesco bags that I had at home in your Ghana must go bag. And I'll see you later. I'll put a jacket in there for you as well because winters in Spain ain't that great. I heard Real Socia that are calling you. And last but not least, in a two-for-one deal, Ed, Ed and Balogun, yeah, you lot can go back to Cartoon Network. Balogun, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, I'll see you guys later. All right, cool. <laughs> Thank you for your contributions, but I'm trying to win the league. <clears throat> now, with that being said, yeah, the first person I'm bringing back, yeah, because I like the way we, we use our fullbacks now. I was going to go back to Sanya, but then I thought about it. And I said, nah, I like players that can pop ball and have technical security. And as long as we're not playing a black right winger, Nacho <laughs> Monreal in that left back role, rotating with Zinchenko, that to me, out of all the left backs I've seen in, our, in the Emirates era, I like Monreal. You understand what I'm saying? As I said, when I see him against them them black right wingers, it's like, <laughs> I know what time it is. So I, I might just have to, you know, do a little Tommy Asu thing on that day. But for the most part, he's all right. Like, do you get what I mean? Technically, he's good. Like, man, see him play two touch of all the Spaniards. Like, he can pop ball. Do you get what I mean? Spanish international, Mr. Reliable. He never gave us anything less than a 7 out of 10 on any given game week. You understand what I'm saying? And he was doing that since he came in. Sponsored by Puma. Never really understood Spanish guys sponsored by Puma. But then Santi was sponsored by Puma as well. So we let that one we let that one go. But yeah, my first my first um person to bring back will be Monreal. I'll get to the rest after. But just bear in mind the players I've got rid of. So I've cleared space in, in midfield and in attack. And there's a reason for it. But let's go. See, with my one, it's just this simple. You lot already knew I'd done Alexandra Isak prop. Mm-hmm. You lot already know I do Alexandra like a Zet prop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you lot won't be confused that I'm trying to bring back Alexandra. <laughs> Haleb. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring back Haleb. Arsenal been trying to look for a right wing backup for years and years and years and years. I don't care whether people are looking for a right foot or left foot guy. If you lot see how this guy gets out of situations you will understand we have a baller on our hands. I'll bring back Caleb. I think he'll push Saka to the thing, maybe even start some games. But that's the first person I'll bring back what, into what the team. What happened to Reece Nelson, broski? Peace, pal. Mm-hmm, Reece Nelson, I keep saying, is the left wing backup. So then what happened to ESR? What happened to ESR? No, Trossard is my striker backup. So, so, so you got Jesus, Eddie and Ketia and Trussard? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, yeah, I didn't make it as clear as Sonny. 
Eddie Inketia <laughs> and, and Balogun should be shipped first class. I, I've been screaming this. Like, the team, the whole left side started cooking again when Trossard came back. Mm. Like, don't get it twisted. I, do you know what? I hate getting onto Eddie in podcasts and spaces now because I feel like it's become... I feel like he's listening now. I'm not going to... Yeah, and not only that, I think it's become the popular thing. Like... Eddie is not shit. I just don't think the way Arsenal set up or the way they try to approach the game works to Eddie and Ketia's strengths. Strengths, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Eddie and Ketia, I can see him playing for like a West Ham. You know, like what Antonio was doing for West Ham. Mm. I can see him doing that and just looking like a top, top Premier League striker. But I just think for Arsenal, just a little bit more je ne sais quoi that I kind of need. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, that's what I'll do. Heleb, first guy I'll bring back. Jay, what are you saying? Um, People won't like this, but um, I actually prefer Reese on the right. So I think Reese and Saka can have some fun on the right. Um, rather than selling Trossard, I'd leave Trossard up front to be um, a potential backup. Um, so Eddie can go. Um, and then battling it out for that left side, it's going to be none other than Alexis Sanchez, man. I feel like this team will eat... With that guy's dog, that guy's just got the dog in him. He scores goals, he leads by example, carries teams on his back, defends, he gets stuck in. So, um, and I think he'll be the perfect person for Martinelli to learn off. And this is Alexis in his prime, by the way. So, yeah, man, bring me back Alexis Sanchez to play on the left and can also play up front if, if necessary. Second guy that I want to go for. This is where um, I'm going to lean into saying we're going to have to at least sell a striker. And I'm going to bring this guy back. And it's going to sound a bit mad, but I know why I want to bring him back. You know where you're going, bro, I know where I'm going. And I know why I'm bringing him back, innit? But it's not the anyways. But I would personally, I would bring back Olivier Giroud. And I'll say why. Over RVP? No, no, no. This is the thing. RVP, RVP. I was thinking RVP, but the reason why I didn't go RVP is treatment table. That's his issue. That's the reason why I didn't go RVP. Treatment table problems. But the reason why I'll go Olivier Giroud is this, yeah. Let's say, sell Eddie. Mm. You bring in um, Giroud, number one, yeah. Especially, I'm looking at it from, he's played with Santi. So them one-twos are popping. He can make people better. He's an aerial presence. I've seen him manhandle like players like Van Dijk who barely gets manhandled. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at Giroud and saying he can add 15 to 20 goals a season to uh, a team that scored, what, 88 goals already? So if he can add those 15, that could potentially help us get over the edge. And like I said, he's someone that he helps. Um, yeah, he would help the, the, the younger lot be better with the way he plays. And I think the way we play, he would fit. The only problem is it's just not fast, but I don't need that from him. You know what I mean? And there might even be certain games where him and Jesus could play up top together. If we want to throw the kitchen sink, for example, I'd be very comfortable seeing them two play together. So yeah, I bring back Olivier Giroud. Uh, so what I'm going to do is what JT never had the bottle to do. Yes, I am bringing back Robin Van Pagan. Yeah, the guy that that broke my heart when he left this club. But the one thing all of us seem to feel like we're missing from this Arsenal team is a bagsman, is a 30 goal a season striker. 
this guy has one of the best left foots we've seen in the Premier League era. He left us, he's a pagan, went to the pagans, won the league with the pagans. But I genuinely feel like if we had just built our team around the bad boy that we had up top, he never would have had to leave. I'm not buying all of the, the stupid PR stuff that he tries to do in the media to try and, you know, make it seem that, oh, he never wanted to leave and this, that, and other. Just tell the truth. You wanted a different challenge. But right now, I challenge you to come back and finish what you started. Make the fans love you again. Come back and win the league at Arsenal. That's who I'm bringing back. Um, In real life, I don't really like snakes around my circle, so why am I going to do it with football? Van Pagan can stay there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm with JT. Now I've looked at my squad again. Trossard, you could kick rocks. Um, (laughs) I told you. (laughs) (laughs) And I like that guy. But I'm bringing back Giroud. Olivier Giroud. (sighs) Bro. Bro. Touches, flick-ons, <laughs> what do you want? Honestly, I think Martinelli and Saka would love to play with someone like that. Are you mm-hmm. dumb? Flick-ons, everything, hold-up play, target man, him and Jesus, I feel like they offer different... I, I think that would be fantastic. Um, I'll add him to my team. That's a Haleb and Giroud. You can tell it. It's just tech, tech, tech central. Um, I've got Sanya. Um, I've got Alexis. Um... I'm following suit. I'm going to get Giroud in, man. So I know I said Trossard was the backup striker, but boy, I need an impact sub as well. Jesus ain't playing well. If he's not doing it, bro, come off the pitch. And then, yeah, man, whip them balls into um, Giroud or link up with um, Giroud. And then, yeah, man, we're nice. So, yeah, man. I was I, I do want to, I did want to squeeze Van Persie in, balls, but um, yeah, I just feel like overall play, and how we play now under Arteta makes more sense for Giroud to be in there. The third one, I can't lie, it's tough, man, because there's two names, but... I'm going to go with... Do you know what? I'm going to go with this person because I actually liked watching him play. I'm going to go with um, Andre Alshavin. And I'll explain why. Because you see, for me, I think in the team that he was playing in, when it was tough, when it was getting on tops, he was local. Like the four goals against Liverpool, like he was someone that he could get a goal out of nothing. Like he was finishing the ball in just certain ways. And like I said, he would be a good, like good competition for uh, Martinelli. I think him and him and Martinelli rotating would be good. I think it'd be very healthy competition. He could go left foot, right foot. You know, I, I just really liked him. Obviously towards the end, He'd be packed on the pounds, but when he was in his in, in his peak, I think Arshavin was a was a very very good player, and I think he would f- slot in seamlessly in our system as well. Yeah, here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, like I'm looking at our current team and I'm thinking about what we're missing. So we feel like we felt like we we're missing a, a left back with technical quality to kind of fill in when Zinchenko went there. I bought back Monreal. We felt like we we're missing a bagsman. I bought back a 30-goal-a-season striker. We feel like we're missing a bit of PMP in this mil- midfield. I'm bringing back Abu Dhabi, bro. I'm sorry. like You see, I get it, you know, injury tax and whatever, but 
when that guy was fully fit and like he's everything that people expected him to be he just couldn't put it together for long enough for people to give him the respect for it do you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's going to go down as a, a streets won't forget kind of baller. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, he's bold, he's black, he's athletic. You understand what I mean? Like, he's built like a CDM and he moves like a five foot four ten. Like, it don't make any sense for you to be that tall, that nimble, that good at carrying the ball, yet that sturdy. It's like, that is everything for me, what we're missing from our midfield. And I know he can't give me 38 games. So I'm just going to bring him there to be part of the squad. You understand what I'm saying? As I said, I got rid of ESR. I got rid of Fabio Vieira. So there's definitely space for Abu Dhabi to fit in that <coughs> midfield rotation. And I feel like, for me, that's exactly what we need right now. It's mad for me. There's a pagan that I could have, another pagan that I could have considered, but to me he's a Chelsea player, so he's not even in my mind. Um, and then there's that guy that was mad injury prone called Thomas Rosicki that hurts my feelings that I can't include him. So all of that has directed me to kicking out Smith Rowe out of this team um, gave me my 50 mil. I spent 65 mil on Havertzay. But you got a chop bench for a gentleman called Aaron Ramsey. Um, I like that. I like that. And I'm just thinking if I'm, like I said, we're all Arteta. I'm looking at the system and I just feel like that, that, that press up the field, including a Ramsey, is crazy. Him making third man runs, crazy. I just feel like out of everyone in the Emirates era, this system is kind of made for someone like him. And you lot know how much I love Santi. Um, that's my guy, one of my favourite ever Arsenal players. But if I'm just thinking about this system and this manager, out of everyone in that midfield, I feel like... He will sign a Ramsey. And yeah, that's my third Emirates era player. Best midfielder of the Emirates era, by the Sunny. way. Sunny, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Jay. Last but not least. Oh, I don't know if I should be shameless. Nah, I'll just play it safe. I can be shameless. Um, Let's get out all the guys that think they can play eight. Um, we'll give Kai Havertz some VVS. But yeah, promote him to the under twenty ones, and bring in Santi Carvalho, man. Um, my 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 one of my, literally my one of my favorite players that I've ever seen. Like the way he plays football is ridiculous, man. Um, and it will be funny to see how him and Odegaard work, but I think there's a, there's a way to make it work, especially with with, with Declan Rice in now. Um, but again, like for example, when we played Nottingham Forest, seeing him. Odegaard and Rice and Party in the same sort of midfield would be ridiculous. So yeah, man, I'm going Sansi. Last but not least, you know, I I literally just changed my mind. I was gonna go Koscielny, but I remember how he left the club and that that till this day it actually still jars me. But I'll go with one of Jay's ones they said earlier, and it's Sanya. 
because I think the options he gives us, we can move Ben White back inside into his more natural, stronger position. And I think Sanya someone, he wasn't the best going forward, but he could still deliver a cross. Like, and he was very reliable defensively. He, he was Mr. Reliable to us. He was up and down, could lock down a, an, an attacker, just an all-round very, very, very good right back. He, he's like seven out of 10 every game. So Sanya would be my last guy. Uh, so <clears throat> you see how Jay said he's not going to be shameless. Mm. <laughs> I, I gave this a lot of thought, a lot of thought. And again, my whole theme is adding things that this current squad don't have. I don't feel like it makes sense doing that like for like, right? And what we've been talking about amongst us um, Arsenal fans for a very long time is getting a backup option for Bakayo Saka. So I sat there and I thought about it. I thought long and hard and I thought, you know what? Lucas Podolski, left foot, absolute hammer of a left foot can score the, the most beautiful screamers. But I said, nah, you know, that don't really, don't really fit what I'm trying to do. And then I just remember yesterday being sat there watching a gentleman talking about his retirement Watching him talking about an 18-year Premier League career. Watching him talk about the fact that he scored over 100 goals for Arsenal Football Club from the right wing. And I'm just sitting there thinking, how could I pick anyone else other than Theo flipping Walcott, the most disrespected (laughs) and underrated player of the Emirates era. As I said, an 18-year career. This guy broke into the scene at 16 years old, scored in numerous cup finals, won numerous trophies for Arsenal, made numerous moments. What what do you want? Champions League this season? We go on that mazy run against Milan. We go on another mazy run against Liverpool. What do you want? Big games? Name a big team he didn't score against. What do you want? North London, Derbies packing out Tottenham 5-2. What do you want? Top bins? What do you want? Bottom bins? Like, what do you want? What do you want? Hat tricks? What do that? What? I don't get what you can ask for. And as I said, over a hundred goals for Arsenal, an 18-year Premier. You know, some of these footballers don't even play in the Prem for two, three years. A man, a man was in the Premier League his entire career. The second Southampton, well, except his first season, but for the majority of his career, he was in the Premier League, played under the greatest Arsenal manager of all time, so you know he has that hoop gene. I just don't understand why guys disrespect Walcott, but for me, that's my sack of backup. He has the what gene? He has the hoop gene, bro. He has the hoop gene. Are you sure about Arsenal, that? Arsenal. Arsenal. Wait, wait, wait. Does he have the hoop gene? He has the hoop gene. Does bro. he have the... He has the hoop gene, bro. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Walcott. That's my sack of backup. He's got a, a shooter gene. Yeah, he's, he's got that. He's, he's got a, that. He's an Uber and a shooter. All right, you know them way there. You get me? That's you my team. Yeah, I was actually gonna do a serious take and <laughs> say, <laughs> do you know what? Reese Nelson go bring in Alexis Sanchez. I had a whole nice little thing set up. <laughs> <laughs> we say to you, hey, Sunny ruined it. F it. If hey, we're gonna be shameless, we can all be shameless. Do it, and do I'm it. looking at a guy <laughs> that stayed loyal to Arsenal, loyal to the soil. I'm looking at a guy that birthed, 
birthed how we operate in attacking areas. Arteta looked, looked at this guy and said, let me try something with you. He held up the ball. Oh, his season had Martinelli. He had Martinelli had his best ever goal scoring season in the Prem. Talk he had Saka's best ever. Bro. Martinelli's first best ever goal scoring season <laughs> happened under this gentleman. Saka's best. Yeah, facts, facts though, because you are not talking hindsight. He weren't there anymore. Yeah, no, uh, Saka's best ever goal <laughs> scoring season. Facts, no, we're, we're talking about the facts. Yeah, yeah no, their best when ever you, season is under I, 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 someone don't, else. Don't leave no, out no, the fact no, that he won I, Arsenal Player of the bro, Year. Bro, bro, how are they doing this? If a guy has been somewhere for three years and his best goal scoring season was under that guy, he was his best goal scoring no, season. What every it was last season. But you're talking about a season when he's left it you're not getting let him lie so let's do check the statistics bro Martinelli's best ever goal scoring season was under this gentleman Saka's best ever goal scoring season was under this gentleman ESR's best ever goal scoring season was under this gentleman that's all the players that was around him all of the players do you know what that tells me impact 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 the gentleman I will bring back is Alexandra Lacazette. My brother, give me a sign shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a question, though. I got a question, though. Because uh, what did you bring back, Giroud? Bro, that's what I said. No laws, bro. What the fuck? Oh, what, so you just you're just gonna bring back bare strikers? Bro, Jesus could go out wide. Fuck it. Say that. Do you know what? I'm I'm here for these underrated Emirates era guys getting their flowers. You understand what I mean? Like, obviously, I get it. Like, certain players weren't everyone's cup of tea. You get me? But I just feel like, listen to the names that we're bringing up, like Sanya, Monreal, uh, Alexander Kleb, Arshavin, Theo Walcott, even um, Alexander Lacazette, who was more like of a recent time than than the other guys. But it's like a lot of these guys, yeah, maybe because Arsenal weren't at the level that where we should have been. A lot of these guys, I feel like they don't get the the respect that they deserve. You understand what I'm saying? That like Alexander Kleb was in. You see that run when we got to the Champions League final, absolutely pivotal. Everyone talks about Henri in that game, um, in the in the game against uh Real Madrid. They, they forgot how Kleb was. No, nah, Kleb was best player on the pitch for me. You understand game, what I'm saying? They they forgot how he was muted. That was over two legs as well. You get what I'm saying? So it's like it's just little things like that. It's like us at Hoopers and Shooters, we need to make sure that as as well as giving out ball knowledge and you know giving out bants and all of these things is that we need to make sure that we're giving out flowers to these players that actually deserve it you understand what i'm saying because you know like the gen z kind of run the football world right now and they're going to talk about these guys like they're some absolute scrubs and that was not the case yes they should have won more at arsenal but if you're talking about technical ability being good footballers like we've had some absolute ballers at our club man and it's a it's, it was privileged to be old enough to have watched these guys in real time facts 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 facts, facts. facts. no you said it well and uh, and some of these nonsense guys these guys have mentioned didn't bring an fa cup like lacquer done so apologies if i was because you know like when i was on my little <laughs> i weren't watching the <laughs> i weren't watching the thing i could have been hitting that bitch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, i could be hurting their ears with that but anyway you know I what show. time it's come to come on you know what time has come to let's go before we go 
and I say what we're about to do, I just need the previous winner to have a couple comments. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed football historian of hoopers and shooters. It's SGD, S Grandizzy, Sunny Grandeza. Let's go, man. I'm man ready think, to go back to Paul back. Hey, what, what, what I'm ready to doing? go back to back. Welcome to Who Wants to Be a Shooter? It's me, your host, Reese. <laughs> Come that on. is cold. Come on. Bro, I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. That's cold. Uh my contestants, Sunny G, the previous winner, JT, and the boy Jay Selenki. Come on. Do you know what year we're gonna go to? Go a bit more recent, 2018-2019. So I'm expecting a lot of knowledge. Can you tell me, Sonny? Yes, sir. Who can hear a pin drop in this oh, room, bro? Hey, nah, this is too easy still. Guys, just just, just run pins, it, bro. Man. Just run no, it, say, bro. Just pick a, another year quick if it's too easy, then. Pablo Zabaleta played for in 2018 oh, 19. West Ham. Yes, it was. Um, JT, can you tell me who? Connor Wickham played for in 2018-19. God damn. Palace. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I remember he moved there still. Yeah, from Sunderland, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jay, can you tell me who Anthony Canockart played for in 2018-19? Leeds. Incorrect. Brighton. Damn. No, bro. Um, Tough crowd. It's a very tough card. Tough card. <laughs> 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 you know. Can you tell me who Morgan Schneiderlin paid for in 2018-19? Everton. Yeah. JT. Can you tell me who Isaac Success played for in 2018? <laughs> Watford. Yeah, it was at Watford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you try to catch me up with that one. Sonny. Yo. Can you tell me who... Danny Ward played for in 2018-19. Crystal Palace. Cardiff City. Fuck! JT, oh. if you get this right, you have won. Mm. If you get this wrong, there's no winners. Oh, my days are jammed. Can you tell me who Philip Billin played uh, for in 2018-19? Bournemouth. Huddersfield Town. There is no yes. winners. And Sonny is still the reigning champ. Got, yeah, your picks are smart. Come on, come <laughs> on. I did like that one. I just want to say, yeah, I am him. I always no, will. No, 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 I always no, 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 will be him. We're not hearing it. We're not hearing it. You can't take my crown. They're not my crown sideways, but no one can't take my crown. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, that was close though. She. Hey, but you know where it is. Hoopers and shooters. Follow us on everything. Hoopers, shooters, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You know all of them nice things there. Come on. Another great episode, lads. Sergi. And you know I don't know how to end it. Let's Let's go. Go.